Everybody and welcome to CADCast number 31. I'm your host, GPD, here in beautiful Tokyo, Japan. And I'm joined, of course, by Wombat in fabulous New York City. Hey, how's it going, everybody? How you doing, Wombat? Not too bad. It's, uh, it was a nice day in New York. It's a nice day in Tokyo right now. That's cool. I had no hot water this morning. Uh, I don't miss that from my New York City days. Certainly. I had to shower in cold water. Do you know what I hate more than showering in cold water? Um... Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. It is. It's the worst. Well, we've got a big show for you besides stories about Wombat in the shower. We have other exciting topics as well. We do. Um, Now, you saw, before we start with the the video game aspect of the show. We're going to veer off topic. We're going to veer off slightly off topic. Because it does relate. It does relate to video games in its way. way. You saw the new X-Men movie. I did. I saw X-Men 3 last night at a uh, special press critic screening. How was that? That was good. Is there a motorcycle in the background by you? (laughs) Do you know? Well, I'm sitting here by the window. I have like a a balcony. Mm -hmm. I got the door open because it's pretty hot out. It's pretty warm in here. I'm on the 26th floor, yet I can still manage to hear motorcycles, the high school band playing, and any other annoying sounds that you could think of. Yeah, because I'm tr- about to tell my X-Men story, and all of a sudden I hear Paul Walker zoom and no, that- drive for Fast and the Furious 4. No, that was Cyclops on oh. his motorcycle. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah. how was the X-Men? It was, I um, can, Let me guess. It sucked. It was... It was pretty crappy. Um, wait, wait. I'm going to eat popcorn while you talk about the movie. Okay. You do that. Basically, uh, the, the, the gist is if you're a fan of the comic books and you love these characters, don't mm-hmm. see the movie. Don't. Don't. Because it'll you, be like like ruining your childhood dreams. Pretty much. If you like the really, last three Star Wars movies. If you really don't know anything about the comic books and want to see a good action movie, it'll be a yeah. good rental some rainy Sunday afternoon. Okay. If I had to title the movie, it wouldn't have been called X-Men 3 The Last Stand. Oh. I, I would have called it X-Men 3 Contractual Obligation. <laughs> the search for money? Yeah, pretty much. The search for more the money. Quest for cash? It was so... You could tell everybody in the movie was just bored to be in the movie. I see. And Juggernaut really says, I'm the Juggernaut bitch? I wasn't going to say that. Way to go. Spoiler alert. Who cares? It was in the... Uh, he goes... Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Why is the Juggernaut British? Because the Juggernaut is British. No, he's not. Sure, he is. The comic? Mm-hmm. He is. Why not? <laughs> he's got red hair. There's no British people. Red hair. <laughs> British people. There are no British redheads. I was like, oh, so bad. He's like, tea, right? I'm a juggernaut. Would you like some tea? Well, tea in, the com- in the comic book, uh, Juggernaut is uh, Professor X's half brother. Right. I know. And he has the ruby of uh, Atronokadrak. And that's how he yeah, got his power. Right. He's, not, so he's not a mutant, recommending folks. That people Juggernaut is his... not a mutant. Right. He's got a gem, some magic gem. He's got something. a magic gem. Right, I know. Driving so you're basically recommending to the cheap-ass gamers out there, 
Don't maybe they shouldn't spend ten dollars on this. No, you know what you should do? Go to your local comic book shop and buy the Dark Phoenix Saga graphic novel. Oh, and read that. You'll be much happier. It's what it it that almost literally takes place after the second movie ends and tells you the story the way you want it to to go. But no Kelsey Grammer. No, no Kelsey Grammer. Who wasn't He actually looked like he was okay. Actually, he's not. He's not the problems. He's not the problem yeah. in the movie. I think the problem is Brett Ratner directed it, and he's just not really up to the challenge of yes. being a serious movie. Actually, the problem with the movie isn't Brett Ratner. It's not his fault. He's a fine mm. director when he doesn't have to think. Okay. If you give him a good script and good actors, you'll probably get a good movie. He knows how everything works. I, I know see. that sounds kind of mean, but he's a functional director. But you give okay. him a crappy script and actors who believe the size of their stardom is bigger than the movie they're making, then you're going to have a crappy movie. All right. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't come out in Japan in Japan until September. Lucky. So, so I, I, I cannot see it then as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially since it's going to cost like $17 to go see it. Oh, good luck. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of movies. I saw it for free, I asked for my money back. <laughs> yes, for your time back. <laughs> yes, if there was a time machine that you could jump into. <laughs> so, speaking of movies, I got a FedEx package yesterday. Really? Which they is have my FedEx first FedEx there? package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the and it's all in English too. You can track everything in English. Which is nice. nice. Anyway, so I'm like, I can't imagine what this package could be, right? But I see that I look on the tracking. Because I got like, because I wasn't here one day, so I got like a notice and blah blah blah. So I see it's from New York, so I'm thinking, hey, you know, maybe it's a video game because you know Rockstar is in New York. Yeah, maybe it's table tennis. Yeah, it's possible. So the package comes the next day. Oh, I can't wait to find out what's in it. And I open it up. It's like it is a video game. What game? What game? Da Vinci Code. (laughs) From from who? From Two K Games Media. Uh, PR company. Really? They sent you the Da Vinci game? This is, this is the first game that I've ever gotten where it was completely unexpected. Like, I wasn't doing, like, a contest or something, and I wasn't expecting yeah, something. They didn't send me one. But here's the thing. How desperate must they be for attention that they send... Not only do they send it unsolicited, but they send it to Japan, FedEx. Yeah, that's <laughs> it pretty... It uh, cost a lot of money. That's not cheap. It's for not what, cheap. What so, console? For Xbox. Oh, okay. Does it? Yeah. Okay. It's not backwards compatible. I wouldn't even no, be able to play I, it. No, anyway. but I gave it a try. Oh God. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, in. I'm I'm very open minded into finding out how the game was. And I have to say, it's the best game I've ever played. No, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. <laughs> let's let's put it this way. Yes. But one of the first things you know, I read the book. As I think everybody has read the book. At this I haven't. Point. Oh well. I read that there's over 50 million copies in in the world. Oh no, it's in, it's in my bathroom to be read. Oh yeah. So I read the I'm playing the game and like mm-hmm. one of the first thing that happens uh, in the game is that you have to do solve a puzzle, and it's, it's an anagram. You know, you got to mix up, you have to rearrange the letters to make another thing, and there's no hints really or anything. I don't think that's an anagram. Anagram, yeah, it is. An anagram is when you take letters. And you make a phrase out of those letters? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what I just said. No. 
Dude, you said you have to mix up the letters. That's not. Yeah, there's a. They give you a phrase, and you have to turn that phrase into something else. Okay, whatever. So I'm at this point. I'm already ready to turn the game off because I'm like, I'm not gonna. There's no hints or anything. But then I realized that I had the book, so I could just <laughs> look at look up the answer in the in the book. Oh, that's funny. So then I continued to play a little bit more. And there's like you know there's some really weak like stealth sequences and fighting sequences which I don't remember any fighting in the movie but there you go. You oh, you saw the movie some... too? I mean in the book. In the oh, book. okay. Definitely, the movie sounds like it's just as bad as the game. But yeah, uh, yeah basically the game is no good. Nah. So there you go. So I got a I got a free game and now I'm figuring out if I can actually trade it into a store here if they're gonna give me any money for it or maybe I should give it on give it away. Give it away. I don't think anybody wants it. So what? Via make it a, make some silly contest. Yeah, Who can post the most go. religiously offensive thing? Right. <laughs> there you go. And uh, oh, and by the way, yes. there was a there was like some article uh, about you know like where is Street Fighter Two on joystick? Oh, okay. And so people people have been waiting that for months now. Yeah. And also, you know, there was a, supposed to be a free poker game. Yes, we talked about this not too long ago. I don't know about. Oh, it. We, we did. did. I don't know if we did it on the show, but I know you and I. No, talked I think we about talked it. about it on while we were playing Uno. Yes, which is fine. So, I think I figured out, and I'm. I don't know if I. I don't think I mentioned this on the cast, but I'm pretty sure I figured out why the poker game has yet to surface. Wasn't it supposed to be sponsored? Well, it was supposed to be sponsored by an internet casino, uh, Riverbell. They go out of business. Now, no, no, those shit. That thing's never going out. I know. I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're raking in the money. The problem is you, you can't legally have a an advertiser or sponsor that is advertising or or uh, something that is illegal. And these internet casinos are, you know, all illegal. They're all based offshore, like in the Cayman Islands or something, where it's legal. That's where I live. But, but, but in the U.S., it's illegal. So Microsoft is probably trying to figure out if this is. If they can really do this <laughs> by having you know having a yeah, casino sponsor, so that and what's their excuse for Street Fighter Two? Street that, Fighter Two is that sponsored by the Riverbell Casino? Well, also, at least no, 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 no. It's sponsored by Blanca. <laughs> no, at least at least Street Fighter Blanco's Two was at E three. Well, that was at E three. You could play it at E three. Blanca's Casino, come on down. Blanca, Blanca good. <laughs> Blackjack. I'll shock your ass. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was just a little thing I wanted to mention uh, about poker. So and we may never see poker, a free poker. And plus, it's got to piss off the companies that are making a pay pay version of poker, like Activision. Yeah, well. How are they going to compete with a free poker? They shouldn't be making it to begin with, the well, pay version of poker. Okay. Well, that's enough uh, pre-show ramblings, I guess. Yeah, oh, that we haven't even started our show we yet? We haven't even really started the show. I think we'll jump into the new releases, perhaps. Are there any? There are. There are a few. What do we got? I think the biggest one is table tennis. Nice. For the 360. Which we don't have yet. Did you notice the table tennis ads in the CAG forums? I did. Not. Congratulations. Well, no. They... They wanted. They contacted me and they wanted to advertise, but they didn't want to really pay very much money. So you're not going to be seeing all that many of the of the ads. I don't think. Cheap ass advertising for cheap ass. They were. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. I think. I think they want to save the big money for like the big sites. Um, Wait a minute. You're telling me cheap ass gamer isn't a big site? It's a medium site. What am I wasting my time on this show? Then? <laughs> right. Hello, IGN. <laughs> they called me this morning. They want me to do a show with Gaming Steve. 
Thanksgiving, Steve. Oh, God. Anyway, so the table tennis, uh, I read the review at IGN, and it sounds like it's just uh, as you would expect it to be. Is it exactly how I described it when I played it? It's exactly how you described it. Basically, word for word, they said the game itself is very good. The game of table tennis translates pretty well, and it it feels very realistic and, and whatnot, but it's very bare bones in that there's, you know, there's no career mode, there's no, there's really nothing that, there's no mini games, all these things that you would expect to see in a game like this are sort of missing. And all you have is a, you know, single player, like, sort of tournament, where you can unlock some costumes and whatnot, and uh, online play. Can I get a new hat? No doubles. Can I get a new hat? Can you get a new hat? I don't know. Because I don't, I don't like to play games without new hats. Without a hat? Without new hats, yeah. Some sort of branded merchandise. I would like to see an Adidas hat in the table tennis. An Adidas hat. Well, so the IGN gave it a seven point eight. Nice. And they said it's 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 a good deal for forty bucks, but they, you know, they couldn't help but feel that it was mis- missing like the virtue of tennis aspects, you know, mini games and stuff. I almost picked up the outfit today for forty bucks. I don't know what that is. Is to that do down with to forty bucks already? It was down to forty bucks at Best Buy today. That and all the uh, Madden sports games that aren't. Uh, boxing. Oh, the EA Sports game? Yeah. Hmm. Because I would have picked up the boxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which right. is why it wasn't down in price. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, table tennis. There it is. All right. So, we're, we're supposed to be getting, uh, getting that. Yeah. Free. And we're maybe so we even, can talk about and it. So, we more. can talk about it and play it online. And right. I can't believe I didn't get DaVinci Code. I thought I was cool. <laughs> I thought I was cool with them. Oh. I don't know. The funniest thing about the whole Da Vinci Code package that they sent me was it has, like, you know, the press notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the contact name for their press com the, the guy at the press conference, or a guy or a girl, I don't know, contact name of the person is Chase with no last name. Just and Chase. it says in parentheses, just Chase. So this is like the Madonna of the, of the gaming PR world. Oh. Chase. Yes, I heard Remember he, that. He works in the, with their lawyer, Locke. I don't get it. Lock and Chase. It was a video game. Did you ever play oh, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. It was on television. Yeah, it was a Pac Man ripoff. Yeah, it yeah. was also on the Game Boy. I had the Game Boy version. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, other new releases. Yes, we have uh, Steambot Chronicles for ne- the PS. Never heard of it. It's apparently like Grand Theft Auto, mixed with uh, a Miyazaki film. Okay. You know, fa- yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. yeah. Without like any, without the badness of the, of the Grand Theft Auto stuff, oh, series. So, so what do you do? It's a kindler, gentler <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. In fact, the the tagline that appears uh, on the screen, I got this from One Up, by the way. The uh, quote, "A relaxing nonlinear adventure," <laughs> actually appears nice. in the game. So, they gave up. it an eight point, an eight out of ten. I should so pick they that up it. for uh, for Mrs. Wombat. She would like that. Yeah, maybe. It sounds like it's uh, sort of interesting. Uh, what else do we got this week? We got a couple of uh, handheld games that are supposed to be pretty decent. For the PSP, we have Lemmings. When you were at E3, did you see Lemmings for the iToy? No, I didn't. But I did see it on the internet. Somewhere. I saw it on IGN. And I'm like, how come no one's talking about this? I didn't see it. Because that looks pretty cool. Lemmings for uh, the PS2 yeah, and be, iToy. That could be interesting. You have to move your body... And, and contort it to get the lemmings to walk 
over That's you. That's a good idea. It's pretty sweet looking. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Anyway, Lemmings for the PSP got it, like, I think, uh, what, 7.8 out of 10 from IGN. <laughs> if you so haven't played any version of Lemmings at this point. Right, I played I played it on the PC. I was going to say, everyone, college. you know whether or not you like it. It's a good game. Yeah, it, is, it should be good. Yeah, I like those little Lemmings. They're cute. No, uh, another PSP game coming out this week that got good reviews, Field Commander. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing uh, the TV commercials for that. I guess it's like, uh, sort of like... It's uh, a ripoff of Advance Wars. Advance Wars? Family Com Wars. I think that, that's what they call it on, uh, in Japan, I think. Yeah? In the, in the so. Japan. In the Japan! Japan! <laughs> so that got good reviews. That got a, uh, what did it get? A 7.8. Oh, no, the other one? No, no, know. no. It got a 8. Uh, 8.4 from IGN. Cool, yeah. They reviewed both those in the new, uh, EGM, and I had it in front of me, and I don't know where it went. Oh, well. Seems to like it. It's a, yeah. Yeah, sounds sounds good. So PSP getting a couple of decent games this week. That's nice. Well, they just drop in price recently, so. What else we got? We got uh, wait, Monster Hunter is coming out this week. Is that this week? The PSP? I don't know. You know, I get, I get this stuff from uh, Shack News, but I have a feeling they they make some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I know Hunter. that I know that Monster Hunter for the PSP has no online. Right. Yeah, it does come out this week, but I don't think there's any reviews out. Yet, I don't know. I wasn't very impressed by the PS2 version, so yeah, I never played the PS2 version. Yeah, I, I was in the beta and I couldn't even be bothered to play it very much. Gotcha. After that, what else we got? We got uh, not much. Hitman is Hitman next week. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Now <laughs> it looks like we're sort of officially hitting the the no. New no good games uh, rut. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> of I summertime. It. I hate it already. I can't. I'm like I just chomp at the bit for it to be fall. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. And I'm looking at, you know, the Xbox 360 games that are coming up. Are there any coming up? Until you have Hitman. And, you got Hitman. Here's then, what you got yeah. between now and like August. You got Hitman, MotoGP, Lord of the Rings, Battle for Middle Earth two. That might be good. Mm. No. It's Prey? A, it's a port. You got a couple of these. Xbox 360 looks like it may have like a couple okay games, but nothing like great. Uh, Chrome Hounds. Over G Fighters, which is like their jet fighting game, which I played. It's not good. Um, <laughs> You're not Prey. really building your case here that it's Ooh, not so ringing, bad. They're ringing my bell. Who is that? Well, you have company. Oh. oh, wait. Hold on one sec. Let me check this shit out. Yeah. Okay, we're rolling. Oh. oh well, wait. I was hoping I was hoping it was gonna be another game, but I, I couldn't get to the to the screen in time. <laughs> the buzz the guy in. So we'll we'll find out later. And I maybe it's another it. lackluster movie game. Maybe that it's an X Men game. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Even though that that came out this week too. It's got yeah, it's, fours and fives yeah. across the board out of ten. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I was I was talking to Jacket, mm-hmm. you know, moderator, and yes. he bought the he bought the game. And he was saying, he's like, you know, I kind of like it. This is before any of the reviews came out. He's like, you know, I kind of like it. It's, it's, it's okay, but yet I could see that, you know, like GameSpot is going to give it a 5.3. And sure enough, they gave it exactly a 5.3. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I could see it being like a good $10 pickup. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, no. Oh, $10. X-Men. I like the Wolverine. You know, it's, yeah. yeah. So anyway, no. so there's really like not that much coming out. In the near future. Yeah, I hate the summer. 
It yeah, makes me tough. sad. I weep for some, for the lack of summer releases. Yeah, I'm I'm a sad panda. I am a sad panda. I'm a sad wombat. Yeah. I miss my so, I miss uh, games. What about since there's nothing good coming out? It just doesn't make maybe. sense to me. Why not? Why? There should be like a couple of marquee games set for the summer. I know yeah. games come out when they come out, but they always seem to come out in the fall. And that's when people, oh, I guess, you know, maybe a lot of younger people go to summer camp or something. something. I don't think there are that many kids that go away to camp for two months anymore. Oh. I, I mean, mm-hmm. most kids, you know, either they go to day camp or teenagers who have jobs in the summer. And you know this through your extensive hanging out with... Uh, I hang out with a lot of teenagers, and I find <laughs> that because of the lack of game, there's more crime in the summer because they're out on the streets. I see. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's my uh, opposite GTA theory. I see. That because see. there's no GTA... Right. New GTA in the summer, there's more crime. have to crime. commit crimes. Exactly. Just to be entertained. Well, since there's nothing uh, coming out of note in the next few months, maybe we should jump on the hype wagon. And see what we are hyped about in uh, the future. Nice. I can't wait. I have one for this week. Do you? Go for it. Okay. You better not take mine, though. I was going to go with Crackdown. Oh, good. Covers uh, the the big uh, story in uh, the EGM, which I was reading on the can not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I checked it out a lot at E3. Uh, and so I, I, know, it, I know all about Crackdown. Is it worth being on the hype wagon? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. It's, it's, uh, think of it like this. It's like Grand Theft Auto, except your character is more of like a superhuman, and you can, you know, pick up cars and, you know, I want, cars. I want that game. It also goes right with the thing I was saying, I think, uh, probably back uh, on some CAG cast in the 20s, uh, where I would like to see a Grand Theft Auto game told from the good guy side. Right. Was well, he supposed to be the good guy? Yeah, you're the, you're a cop. Oh. And it's also got co-op over Xbox yes, Live. Yes, it has co-op. It's seen through the point of view of the crime fighter, not the crime fighty. And yep. you have superhuman powers. It's pretty cool. I that's don't know good, how hyped, it's a pretty how hyped high, I am about it, though. It's high concept, too. I, I don't know how... Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to get something with all those things in it to work. But I'm not that sold on the graphic style of it. It's a, It's sort of like a... Cell shaded almost, but not quite. Oh, interesting. It's got a very cartoony look to it. Mm. I don't know if I if it really does it for me. That doesn't bother me. Okay. What what's well, on what's on the hype wagon for you, my friend? For me, well, it's another Xbox three hundred and sixty game. Of course it is. What do you got? I got Mass Effect. Ah, Mass Effect. Now, apparently, when I discussed this during E three. Uh, I described it as being like Knights of the Old Republic, but not being like Knights of the Old Republic. That yeah. was my big description uh-huh. of it. So maybe I can do a little bit better this time. No, you can't, but go for it. <laughs> Here's the big difference uh, between this game and Knights of the Old Republic. When you're playing you know, Coder and you're walking around with your characters, it looks very much like you're playing your standard third-person adventure video game. Yes. You know, with the guy, you know, with the guys trailing behind you and and stuff. It just it doesn't look it looks like a video game. Mass Effect looks like a movie. <laughs> really? It looks like a science fiction movie. Even when you're and I'm not talking just about, you know, like when you're talking to a character and you see their face and and some some of the more cinematic aspects of the game. When you're just walking around, 
it it looks like a movie. <laughs> it looks great. All the characters are so detailed and everything. It, this game just looks amazing, and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. But apparently, it's not coming out for a long, long time. <laughs> like second quarter of next year. Ugh. Yeah. So that's rough. That's going to be a tough wait. And of course, they they've changed the combat for this. It's it's much different than the Knights of the Old Republic. It's uh instead of like a turn based like role playing style, it's seems to be like live action third person. It almost shooting. sounds like um like uh, what was that game? Jade Empire. Also mm. made by BioWare. Could be. Could be. But I, I like the combat. Game. Even seems different than that. Interesting. But it looks it looks so good. It looks so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> like Star Frontiers. Like if they made Star Frontiers into a game, into a video game. Yeah. Remember Star Frontiers? No. It's Dungeons and Dragons for in space. Oh, uh, I never the played that. Game. Yeah, I you're never, not. I, I, as dorky as I was. I played Shadowrun. Oh, okay. So I was a little cooler than you. Shadowrun. I was a little cooler than you. I played Shadowrun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. News Blast, maybe? Uh, sure, why not? All right. Here's a rumor. Oh, I like rumors. A little rumor News Blast that somebody told me at E3 that I uh, had to be reminded about. The rumor is Microsoft is going to be releasing a firmware update which will lower the clock speed on the Xbox 360 to help prevent overheating problems. Really? Well, it's a, it's a rumor. I have no, uh, <laughs> I have I have no proof, of course. Yes, your source like, is McGruff the Crime Dog, so... <laughs> yeah, So, yeah. but it could be, or it could not be. <laughs> that is the question. That's uh, something. That'd be nice, I, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised, though. Aren't they supposed to be releasing an update soon anyway that will let me uh, download things and play games at the yeah, same that time? That was a rumor, too. I hate rumors. All these rumors. It's all bullshit. Mm. Next, we have... Uh, a lot of stories this week about the Sony PS3 and the HDMI issue. Have you been following this? Um, I know one has one and one doesn't. Right. The cheap model doesn't have an HDMI port and the expensive one does. Yes. Now, the problem there is that the Blu-ray movies are supposed to make use of this copy protection scheme known as image constraint token. And you can only play those through an HDMI output. So you can't watch Blu-ray movies? Well, IGN had this whole article up about how Sony is like going to ruin themselves because of this, and they need to have full disclosure with their customers, and that this this lower end PS3 is, you know, is basically debilitated from playing, playing Blu-ray movies. movies. But now the story is that Sony, using their muscle, is going to try to get this image constraint token protection scheme delayed. For about uh, six or seven years. Oh, well, then it shouldn't be an issue. Right. So we don't know what the story is, but either way, you and I have an HDMI board. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. And not enough money to get a PS3. And not, and not buying a PS3. It's not soon. that I don't want so, one. It's expensive. It's just expensive. I jumped on the Xbox wagon really late. Yeah, and speaking, speaking of PS3... Uh, some analysts, or at least one analyst in particular, is saying that the PS3 price is bad news for publishers and the gaming industry as a whole. It is. And this was this was reported on GameStop, GameSpot, rather. 
yeah, this analyst from DFC Intelligence says, the higher price the hardware, the lower overall industry growth will be. And then the video game business model has has been to build an installed base of tens of millions of users in a very short time frame. A key factor in this model is a relatively low cost hardware. Unfortunately, there's a sinking feeling that things have may have spun out of control for Sony, and thus, and thus price cuts will be slow in coming. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tough because even still, even at six hundred dollars, they're probably going to be losing two hundred bucks per console. Hmm. So. Yeah. We shall see. We shall. I don't think it's going to ruin the industry, but you never know. It's, it's not good news. No. Also, we have uh, Peter Moore and uh, Shigeru Miyamoto respond to the PS3 controller. They're motion-sensitive stuff. Now, uh, Miyamoto said, was sort of, you know, of course, being a Japanese guy, he can't, like, say anything bad about anybody. So he says... The fact that they looked at what we were doing and decided it was a good path is kind of flattering. It kind of reinforces in our minds that we're doing the right thing. Although that is kind of mean at the same time. Why? Because he's like, oh, they copied us. No, he said it was flattering. Yeah, good for them. Oh, look at them. They have no original ideas. I'm so glad they copied us. That's what he's saying. Well, that's that's what you're saying. No, that's what he's saying. Okay. Well, Peter Moore was a little more blunt. Uh, he mentioned to Eurogamer TV... Uh, that they had tried something like this in testing and that they, quote, the gamer's response was muted at best. We remember it being applicable to flying games and in particular some driving games, but overall there was somewhat of a collective yawn from the gaming community about the motion sensing technology. Okay. And he also wondered uh, if Sony's decision to include the motion sensor technology at the expense of the rumble feature was a wise decision. Uh, no, we all know the answer to that's no, but they had no choice. Right, it's a, it's a legal issue, I think. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, uh, yeah, it's not a question of, uh, that's not a business decision, that's a legal yeah. decision. Yeah, and I, I'm, I think eventually they'll have the Rumble feature. They'll, <laughs> hey, they'd love it. I mean, they'll be able to sell a Rumble controller now separately after the fact. Of course. You know, maybe six months after launch, it's another accessory that they can get great margins on. And the Res it's controller. Good, the Res controller, I already have it. Do you know? And the, the washable cover? I have the washable cover. Nice. Washable sleeve. Yes. Yes, that was from 1UP. Nice. Um, by the way, uh, what else we got? Oh, EA announces their latest uh, in-game branding <laughs> mess. Not you know, mess. Uh, you know what, though? Yeah, I was going to say, it's not that big. It's not yet. that bad. Not they, that they, big did a, they have a partnership with Jeep now so that in their latest Medal of Honor game, Airborne, you can have the classic uh, jeeps that appear that appeared in World War II will now be in the game. Is that really I, is that really branding, or is that just a smart idea to get money from something that you should probably have in the game anyway? Well, I heard that the jeeps are going to be driven by the Burger King guy. <laughs> so that I thought was a little weird. <laughs> that's a joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> please, yeah. please tell me that's a joke. Yeah, please, yeah. wearing Adidas shoes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it's. <laughs> but here's it, the, the the question is like, how kill, much of a deal in Nazis the game is it going to be that king. you're driving a jeep? Nazis what? <laughs> kill Nazis with the king. Yeah, that's right. And run over them with the jeep. Yeah. So that was sort of uh, somewhat interesting. Cool. Uh, also in the news, we have the Halo Three multiplayer testing is well underway. Hmm. 
Now, uh, on the Bungie.org, Frankie uh, has announced, not Bungie.com, Bungie I guess, I don't know, whatever the freaking website is. The Bungie site. Fr Frankie, who's like the main go-to guy when it comes for information about Halo, announced, <clears throat> excuse me, he didn't announce that. He announced, quote, a regular multiplayer test is in session now that happens every day and with surprisingly polished looking graphics. Although I'm told a lot of the textures and decorator objects are just placeholders at the moment, could have fooled me. Hmm. Not exactly the most impartial preview. No, but... But considering that most previews are <laughs> pretty... Uh, yeah, they're... I mean, he, he, does the positive. he does work there. It's <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> That's this sort of this game is great. I'm so glad they paid my salary. Yeah. Do you think that in the testing, like to to make sure that it's really up to the Halo experience, that the people call each other faggots and and niggers during the testing? That was every three seconds. Yes, they do. I'm sure that that's exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, like, wow, fag. This is the next gen of uh, of being called names by a twelve year old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm trying does, to explain to them that I'm not understand. gay or, or black. He doesn't understand what the works. words mean, but you know, what can you do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's the news blast. Wonderful. We have a lot of cag bag today. We do have a lot of cag bag. It's today. full. It's overflowing with caggy goodness. <laughs> I so hear first, motorcycles in the background again. Yeah. They like motorcycles in Japan. They really do. Because gas is so expensive here. And it's so and cheap no, here, let me tell there's you. There's no place to park it. Well, it's compared, I'm sure compared to the U.S., it's... It is it's more. It is more there, yeah. So, Pawn Takes King has a good question. He wants us to give, uh, give him a behind-the-scenes look at the making of a typical CADcast. Cool. For example, how long does it take to record a show? Who decides what content will be discussed? How much planning goes into a typical show? What kind of any editing, if any, is involved? Is there a set time during the day that you record? All right. All right. Well. Well, it takes just as long, as long as it takes to record the show, uh, is as long as the show is, because it's pretty much done in one shot as long as there's no uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, we did need to start and stop a few times during this episode. One of these times, actually, you'll definitely know because you can hear it, because I actually hear my said, ring. and I said when we came back, okay, we're rolling now. Which <laughs> right, maybe we should edit that out. Uh, so, well, no, which now answers we're... the next question: What kind of editing is there, if any? Sometimes there's a little bit, but usually the... sometimes there's a little, but it's usually only because if it's a technical problem. Yeah, but rarely is there any real editing. As far as yes. who decides what content, it's usually Mr. Uh, D over there because he doesn't do anything else. Right, and what <laughs> type of planning? Yeah, it's basically what I do is I make an outline. Usually the day of the show, we record the show. Um, I guess around 10 a.m. or 9, 9 or 10 a.m. my time, which yeah. is like 8 to 9 p.m. My time. Uh, your time. Because it gives me time and, to come home from work and eat something. Which is Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, depending on what side of the globe you're on. Yep. And uh, how much planning goes to the typical show? I don't know. It takes me about an hour to put together the outline. But it's just, it's very, uh, it's, you know, it's it's just an outline. It says the topics that we're going to talk about. If there's some quotes that I want to read, I put that on there. I put the CAG bag questions on there. That's pretty much about it. The actual um, recording I do on my end, 
That's true. Yes, the and actual. Then you email it to me, and then I email, uh, yeah, or I send it some other send way. Send it over AOL as a messenger, very high tech. Yeah, it's very fancy around here. Then I add on the I add on the intro music and the closing commercial. Yes, I run everything here from my microphone. We go into a my soundboard, which is a Yamaha MG10 slash two. Ooh, and good. it does sound good. And then from there, it goes into my uh, M Audio sound card, hmm. which then goes. I use SoundForge, not. That's uh, very nice. Some people may think I use Pro Tools. I'm not that good. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. There we go. And I wind up using Audacity, which is a free program to edit in the other stuff. There you go. I don't even have a paid program, so <laughs> that's how Catcast is born. Congratulations. Exciting. And then I uploaded and then I got to do – oh, and then I got to upload to the CAG server and then I got to do the RSS feed. Uh, and so it gets added to iTunes. And Pretty much it's it's the most work you do all week. Oh, yeah. It takes a long – it takes – it's surprisingly it, – it takes a while <laughs> somehow. Quality like this effort. doesn't come easy is what we're getting at. Right. But it is, it is not scripted. Although I, I read – did you see that review I sent you the other day? Yes. Someone put on their website? Mm-hmm. They were complaining that the Four Color Rebellion podcast is completely scripted. That's funny. I wouldn't know what to do with the script. I would just sound like I'm reading the whole time. Right. Well, that's what they sound like, apparently. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I should have read that review. Oh, yeah. What was the website? Oh, yeah. I'm going to find it right now. Hold on. It was like old school goth. It was somebody's com. blog. It was someone's like blog, but they wrote a nice... You know, if nice you write a nice review. review of the CatCast on your blog, or even not a nice, a not nice review, uh, I'll probably read it. And well, Wait, and like I said, we will mention it. Oldschoolgoth.com. Yeah, I don't. Wait, did you find it? No, I just remember that it's a hard. Oh, here it is. There it is. Oldschoolgoth.com. Right. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, so he he does this whole thing about podcasts and video game podcasts, and he he goes through a bunch that he doesn't like. Such as video game theory, he says it was really horrible. Couldn't get past ten minutes. Uh, gamers with jobs, he said, is also also crap. Uh, what else does he not like? Uh, oh, he didn't like the four color rebellion one. He said he likes the site, but it just it's too scripted and it sounds really boring. And then he says. There's what he's actually found some good podcasts, like cheap ass gamer podcasts. I bet that he one's says, good. Here's the quote: "It's totally awesome and excellent for a change. The hosts, TPD and Wombat, are actually likable people. Well, that's because he hasn't met us in person. <laughs> Few people have. For instance, figure playing Halo Two online. All the people you hate to talk to, the ones who blast Eminem into their microphone for no reason at all. The, the, the people you were making you. fun of about ten minutes ago." Yeah, regardless of what you are, the ones who scream that people are gay, those types are all on the bad podcasts. CAG has good people running it, and they're actually interesting to listen to. <laughs> the coverage of things doesn't degrade into, dude, but Counter-Strike was so gay when they released it, and then followed with laughter for almost a minute afterwards. <laughs> Counter-Strike is gay. Is he sure we haven't done that? Yeah, I don't know. I he, must, have done that. He, he must not have listened to the first episode. And he said they obviously usually work with an outline, and it shows, and they've even done a show or two without outlines, and there wasn't much of a difference because these guys actually know what they're talking about can't be happier with them and the things they say are meant to be funny actually get a laugh out of me so pretty good he said yeah. in any event i can't properly express how much i like hag they're really really good at what they do isn't that nice to see something it, like it that it is nice hooray for us and hooray even for you. if it's on a website that nobody reads who cares 
Who cares? You know what? People will go there now. Like right. one or two people, good. I'm That's sure. Right. And uh, also, you know, don't be afraid to review us on your uh, pod, uh, your podcast, and on yeah, iTunes, on iTunes and stuff, and we'll talk about you. Yeah, yeah. And That's everyone, good. everyone likes to be talked about. All right, more tag bag questions. Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. There's so many. There's a lot. Yes. DC Fox asks: While there's no doubt that the PS3 games look good, but the question that is always asked is: Is it six hundred dollars good? And the answer, for the most part, has been a resounding no. In your opinion, what will it take to make the PS3 worth the cost? Looking back at previous generations, was there any console that gave you $600 worth of enjoyment over its lifespan? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, $600 worth of enjoyment is is pretty subjective. For the actual... And we're not talking about enjoyment for the console and the games. We're just talking just the console. Some people will get $600 worth of enjoyment in their own eyes just by being able to say that they got a PS3 and launch. It's worth it just for that for some people. I don't like those people. You don't like those people. You are not those people. No. And I am not those people either. Uh, what will it take to make the PS3 worth the cost? It's going to be you know, exclusive games, I think. That's what that's what it's got to be. Because the Xbox Good <laughs> 360 is $200 cheaper. And uh, if they're going to all have the same games, it, uh, it's not worth it. No. And I don't think that the PS3 is going to be able to have as robust of an online service as, as Microsoft has. Or if they do, it's going to take them a while to get there. So, okay. um, yeah, that's my answer. Sounds good. Was that a good answer? It was a good answer. I agree with you. Let's move on. Okay. Mind's Eye 82 asks... When and where do you guys play your portable game systems? DS, PSP, GBA, whatever. Yeah, aside know. from the bathroom. I'd like to get a DS Lite, but I can't think of any time I would be able to play it away from home, and I'd probably opt to play my console, and I'd probably opt to play my consoles when I'm at home. Yes. Ah, that's the dilemma. That's the big dilemma for, for a lot of people. And I agree, like, if I, if I wasn't out and playing, uh, you know, if I was at home, I'd probably play my console over anything. Well, let me ask to pose the question to you. Yes. Does uh does Mrs. GP Yes. Does she watch TV shows that you don't like? We don't watch TV very often because we don't have cable and it's Japanese shows which I don't understand. Although we I did watch a show about we watched this Japanese prison drama. It was about like a woman a, a female prisoner prisoner drama. Is it called Oz-san? No, because the Japanese prison is like it's like a country club, apparently. Oh. It's, like, really nice. But the best part of the show was that there were some white women in the jail, too. With nice. all the Japanese women. Uh-huh. And the white women were, like, were like all diked out. And they were trying to... They were <laughs> you're, like very, the, you're very PC today, let me tell you. The new, the new, the new prisoner was, like, good-looking. They were, like, all... They were, like, licking their lips. and like, ooh, look at what we have here. I'm like, I'll be visiting you later. So in Japan, anyway, to answer on, this guy's on question, Japanese TV, all white women are portrayed as homosexual prisoners? No, only on the prison dramas. Oh, okay, just checking. Yeah. So I play my DS. I really don't bring the PSP out very much. I listen to the... I'll bring my PSP if I'm on an airplane, because I don't have a real MP3 player. So I use it as an MP3 player. DS, I, I use on the subway, the bus, and uh, last weekend I used it on the bullet train. Sounds exciting. Well, actually, I didn't use it on the bullet train. I brought it, and I didn't use it. I actually read a book instead. I use my DS when uh, Mrs. Wombat is watching TV shows that I don't really want to watch. 
I see. But when I feel like spending time with my wife on the couch. And only, you know, basically by proximity only. Yeah. You're having no interaction with her. No, no, no. But I'm sitting there and, you know, it's... You get points for that. It's it's quality time. You know, what am I going to do? Watch uh, Gilmore Girls? Right. No. I'm going to play the new Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Here's an interesting question. Sure. (laughs) I don't know. Not really game related, but I I figured I needed to address this. Because a lot of people are are interested in this type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Thorbon3 asks, I was watching TV late at night... And this dude starts talking about the origins of bukake. <laughs> he said fishermen a long time ago would bury a lady up to her head in sand, gather around, and, well, you know. What really shocked me was that he said businessmen still practice this, this, this traditionally in boardrooms with hired hookers after a deal is made. So do you think any video game companies practice this tradition? Okay. couple things. I I am, I am I have no idea what to say. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, you're I'm on a roll today with offensiveness. Here's the thing: in America and Japan, bukake has two very different meanings. Okay, I've been to Japanese restaurants and had lunch specials called bukake, and I assure you that nobody was ejaculating on my face during that meal. As far as you know. As far as I know, or in my food, uh, usually it's like when they put like grated, grated yam over something, which is f- funny because it kind of looks like it. But uh, yeah, I highly, highly doubt that there. Are, there's no businessmen doing this at all in Japan right now. It's ridiculous. This, I don't know what TV show you were watching, but <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not happening. I'm probably watching. He's probably watching the Japanese prison drama. Right. Yeah. It's. It's it would be a corporate scandal, I would imagine, if this ha- really happened. But prove me wrong. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But so wouldn't this be the is first my, time. I asked Mrs. Cheapy. She was highly doubtful about this thing. Yeah, she's a Japanese business person. She is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's stop right there. <laughs> I'm not going any further. <laughs> Good, thank you. <laughs> Photo Pants has a question oh, about sorry, the PS3. I I'm sorry, I wasn't done laughing at you. Okay. Oh, right. You were thinking of it in your, mm-hmm. the question in your yep. head. Photo Pants wants to know if Sony is overdoing this whole PS3 thing. He said, I just had a backlash to a system Sony marketed only in Japan and that it failed miserably. He doesn't recall the name of the system, but like the PS3, it touted itself as a total entertainment system. And as an afterthought, it also played PS2 games and it was very expensive, blah, blah, blah. The system you're talking about is the PSX Yes. Which was a, it was a DVR device as well as, you know, like a, a networked media player and I think photo, you could see photos on it and it also played PS3 games. Um, Sony, yeah, that's a good question. Sony might be sort of overdoing it with the PS3 and that's why the price tag is so high and that may alienate a lot of people. Okay. Don't you think? I do. Of course I think so. But, yeah. you know, well... I- it's going to be hard to tell. I mean, there's going to be people when this system launches, it's going I'd be I would be shocked and I think most people would be shocked if they don't sell out of the console during the holiday season. The real showdown will be E3 2007. We're going to see, I mean, it, who drops first? Who drops price first? How long is it going to take before Sony A drops the price or needs to drop the price? Who knows if they can afford to even drop the price? They may not have a choice. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. DeFatty has a question. All right. What do you think of the recent rumors regarding potential games for the Wii, specifically 
Devil May Cry, and Knights. According, assuming these rumors are true, do you think these types of games will have a big effect on Wii sales, and more importantly, longevity? Or is this the Resident Evil on the GameCube Part 2? I don't really know what he means like that. He means like a game that... Oh, because it was re- re- released elsewhere and it didn't really affect system sales, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. He also wants to know our, our opinion on Sega porting old Saturn titles uh, to the Wii for downloadable content. Uh, I don't think that's going to matter at all. I mean, if, if, if Nintendo is really going after sort of the non-gamer or you know people who aren't that into gaming, they're not even going to know what the Sega Saturn is. They're not going to know what Knights is. They're not, the they're not going to know what Knight is yeah. either. I don't think this is. I think this is pretty much a non-issue for the Wii. All this stuff. I don't think. I don't think people are going to be, you know, buying the Wii for any of these things. Um, in fact, I don't think we know what they're people. Are, people are going to be buying <laughs> the Wii for you know these sort of simpler games that, you know, look like they can be played with ease by the whole family. Uh, I Although think, I do think Knights is the perfect game for the uh, that or like a, a Panzer Dragoon type game. Mm-hmm. I would like to see games like that. Yeah, but your hand's going to get tired holding mm, that thing. Maybe. We'll yeah, see. Who knows? Or Space Harrier. We'll see. I, I think it's sort of a non Space Harrier 2006. Yeah, great. Okay, Kaiju Fan asks, GP, I've seen pictures of the Engage booth at E3 this year. Did you go to the booth? And if so, how pathetic was it? Actually, I did go to the booth, and the booth was really nice. They had a DJ and like a lot of chairs, comfortable chairs. And like this misting waterfall thing, it was actually one of the nicer booths. And I actually read somewhere, someplace, some maybe it was IGN, I forget, but they picked it as their best booth. Yeah, it was IGN. Now, in, ter- in terms of the you know the games and stuff, that's a whole other story. But in terms of the actual booth, it was definitely a cool booth. You know, I like the, D- the DJ was actually real good. He was spinning some some good tunes. Was he side spinning? What side spinning? It's like side talking, but. Forget it. I don't even know what that means. Isn't that, you were the one not... that engaged jokes with the side talk. Forget oh, it. yeah, yeah. Forget yeah, it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I get it. No, I you don't it. get it. Forget it. I hope no, someone I else it. will have it. to have my joke somewhere else. That wasn't it's, you. That's great. Wow. Okay. How fat. You were the, more. One, you, you, you were the one who posted on that website. What website? That uh, sidetalking.com, whatever it was, the picture of you side talking. No, I didn't. What yeah, are you talking did. about? Yeah, you did. It was like two years I've ago. I've never even... Yeah, whatever. Produce that picture for me. <laughs> whatever. I remember you forwarding it to me like two years ago. You thought You thought it was the funniest thing ever, but now you don't oh, even remember. I didn't... Picture of me? Yeah, wasn't there a picture of you side talking on it? Dude, you're nuts. Whatever. I don't even... Never, I never even picked up one of those. Whatever things. taco phone. Okay. Cow Cow asks, Recent previews of the Superman Returns game have revealed it to be of the open-ended persuasion, like Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and the Incredible Hulk, Ultimate Destruction. Now, my question to you two is, has the open-ended sandbox aspect become an integral part of any comic book lone superhero game? I mean, look at the game, recent games for Batman Begins and The Punisher. They were widely criticized as being too plain. Would a sandbox aspect have helped these games? Well... The answer is the sandbox aspect is not really enough. It has to be done well. That is very true. Now, the Incredible Hulk, uh, Ultimate Destruction, was done very well. Spider-Man fact, 2, Spider-Man 2, not so much. Spider-Man 2, not so much. And what hurt that game was that the little side missions that you could do just weren't that fun, and they got very repetitive. It was there were basically only a few of them. Yeah, it wasn't. It just didn't do it for. What me. made the Hulk successful was that 
it was just really fun to just destroy things. Yeah. So you could go around smashing buildings and causing mayhem and fighting fighting the the authorities and you would get all different kinds of uh you know mechs and things coming after you and you could you could destroy them and and fight them in so many different ways that it made it made the sandbox aspect interesting. Yes. So it has to be done well. There's a lot of truth there. I think this a good Superman game in that style has, you know, tons of potential. But Right, like the Atari 2600. That was sandbox. It was it was, a, it was a sandbox game. But who knows? <laughs> and no, I don't think it would help a Batman game. I think what a Batman game needs to be is just a Splinter Cell with a Batman costume. Yes. Put put that's, a that's put bat put a Batman costume on Sam Fisher, you have the best Batman game ever made. Yeah, because Batman, yeah, in an open-ended world, that's not going to be too good. No, but, you, you know, you have Batman stalking Killer Croc in the sewers in a Sam Fisher-style yeah, Splinter yeah, Cell. That be would be good. awesome. Good question, though. I like the question. Yeah, me too. And I like superheroes. Okay, last one. <laughs> yes. Stucka asks, Now that a price, and, a, price, a price and final specs, size, potential launch titles for the PS3 have been announced, from what you've seen, how are the Japanese reacting to the PS3 now? Do you th- do you think riding off the huge success of the DS Lite, the Wii could outsell the PS3 in Japan? Do you think it's possible to win in Japan without Square Enix? I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to beat for for anything to beat the PS3 in Japan. I think, much like some Jap- uh, some uh, Sony executive said recently, they have so much brand loyalty that people are just hyped up about it because it's the next PlayStation. I don't know. I mean. But, Despite the price, but before there was a PlayStation, what did what did everyone in Japan own? Famicom, exactly. Nintendo, exactly. Nintendo ness, exactly. So what? Why is the idea of a return to that so? It's been a long time though. Sony's dominated the market for a long time. I don't know. I, I mean, it could happen. It I could think, definitely happen, but, but I think it's going to be a challenge. I, I was going to say it's a challenge, but I don't think it's impossible in the sense that it has happened before. It's not like we're talking. Have, it's, it's not impossible. They're it's not impossible. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what it always comes down to. And do you need Square Enix for the win? Hmm. Maybe. Those Final Fantasy games get a lot of kiosk space here. I mean, and it's a lot of promotion going on. Well, you know, it's not like Square out. Enix is making no games for the Wii. Aren't they supposed yeah. to be making like another Crystal Chronicles type? Yeah, I'm sure that they will. So you never, you will. never know. It could be they could make something good. You never know. You never know. You never ever know. No. So. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. What do you think? I think that I've run out of things to say to you. Good. <laughs> Sounds like a plan then. Do we have anything to plug at the end of the show? Mm-hmm. Anything? Oh, any deals going on? Someone liked the fact that we uh, yeah talked about the deals. Well, I already talked about what I saw in the Best Buy today. Yeah, I don't know if there's much else. Anything going on? Is it this week that Circuit City's giving away a free Final Fantasy XI? Oh, Circuit City's got a good sale coming up. Yeah, they, right. and they have a $10 this sale Sunday. next week, yeah. Nice $10 sale, a lot of good games. I may ask you to pick up some for me. Oh, really? I might. What if and I'm not in town? What if I'm out of town? I've... Well, then, I don't know. It's hard to get those deals in New York yeah, anyway. What am I getting? So. I'm not getting up at uh, at 9 o'clock in the morning to find you <laughs> right, the Corvette racing. 
No, they were good. It's not Corvette racing. It's uh, they were good games. True Crime, New York City. Lots Mighty Beans for the GBA. I'm not. Uh... No, you. No, wait. There were some good ones here. Hold on. From Russia with love, dude. Ten bucks. I know. It's ten. I want it. Can you get that for me? No. Xbox, dude. Get it for me. Come on, there's a whole site full of people that like you better than I do. Shit, just buy it. You're going to be sending me table tennis anyway. <laughs> you sound, you sound and, like Napoleon Dynamite. And Path of Neo, I want too for 10 bucks. Get that also. Get your ass over there. Come on, where's what else my, are you doing where's, where's my Zelda sound Go effect? Go buy them now and then do price match. Okay, you know what? You need to relax. Dude, I need so, some games. Someone needs a timeout. Half-Life 2, 10 bucks. Doom 3, 10 bucks? Half-Life 2 is coming out for the 360. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to get the Xbox version. But I do want Path of Neo, and I do want the other one I mentioned. Okay, you heard him. Someone right, someone get it for me. Yeah, and he'll uh, he'll reward you by sending you a copy of the Da Vinci Code for the Xbox. <laughs> a used, a slightly used copy. <laughs> a slightly used copy. With all okay. the uh, with all the uh, puzzles solved in the back of the instruction booklet. Well, I sent you the book, too. Yeah, the answer was exactly. fries. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. We've done enough show. Okay. I think. Let's get the hell out of here. Bye. You don't need a touch your shot. Tetris. How do you even touch size? Square, rectangle, trapezoid, hexazoid. Nintendo introduces Tetris. Put a piece here. Put a piece there. Use your thumbs. Use your eyes. Find yourself Tetris size. You're playing with power.